Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf pay number 80 in Erevin. <clears throat> and again, we learn for a four shlema for Tova Miriam Bas Dvora Mindel. She should have her four shlema. She should have Unfortunately, the other person, Matasio Ben Sara, our cousin, was Nifter <clears throat> from Corona in America. All right, says the uh, Gemara Mesfei. We're up to the third, fourth line in the page on daf Peyam at Aleph. The Mishnah had said that how do you make a shittif with a mavui? Again, shittif and mavui is like an Arab for chatzeris. They're both really kinds of Arabs. You put in uh, a barrel, you could take a barrel of wine and you give it to everybody, but you have to have them acquire it. You have to give it to somebody who can acquire it on their behalf. There has to be a Kenyan. And we said, and the Mishnah said, they have to lift it up. The person who acquires it, uh, he, has, he has to make a Kenyan. And Rabbi Yudah and the Gemara said, that he's got to lift it up a, uh, at least a tefach from the ground with hagbah. That's how you. Uh, that's how the other person acquires it for the other people in the mavui. So the gemara is not going to ask Akash about that tefach. from the mavui. How do you make a sheet of a mavui? How does everybody participate? The same idea. You bring a barrel of wine or shemen again, or of, of oil. It doesn't have to be. Remember, we learned by erev chetzeres. One of the differences erev chetzeres has to be with bread, as we'll see. We'll talk about that more. But with a with a sheet for the mavi, it could be with anything. It could even be wine. Here he says, shall shemen oil, shall tomorrow with dates, shall grogras figs, but shall shamanis are other kinds of fruits. In Michelo, if he's giving his own, the person who's contributing it is giving it to everybody else. he has to be somebody else has to be zochet for them. In other words, there has to be a kinyan. He has to give it to somebody else. It could be his adult children or his wife or anybody like that, and they could acquire it for the other. But if Michelin, if it's their own. If he's using their own, in other words, <laughs> he's taking everybody else's uh, fruits or whatever, wine, and contributing it to uh, taking it, Sarachladiyah has to let them know. He can't just do it, Balkochach. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, if they want to include it or not, because if they don't want to include their Erev, uh, maybe they don't want to, they said they don't want to have their wine. Oh, I don't want to put my wine into the uh, common Shituf because uh, the guy's cheap. He doesn't want other people to have it, whatever. Maybe he wants to give him some other item. So you have to let them know if you're taking other people's items in, to include it in the shita, if you can't just steal it from them, you have to let them know. And when they make a Kenyan, if, you, if you're giving your own, like you have to lift it up off the ground, a mashahu, or something like that. Now Rashi says, you see, if you're giving your own, you don't have to let them know because you're just giving them an advantage. Uh, there's, they're not losing anything thereby, right? We'll talk about this more later on. Can they be losing something thereby? But in a regular case, we're talking about in a mavui, let's say all the chatseras surround one mavui. So this is the only way out to the street, so to speak, for them. So it's only an advantage for them. So if you're giving your own wine and you give it to your son to acquire it on behalf of them, you're only doing them a favor. There's nothing to be lost over here. So therefore, you don't have to let them know. But if you're using their wine, you're taking other people's wine, the people who are included in the Mavui, you have to let them know. Maybe they don't want to give their wine. Maybe they, only, they want to give some cheap fruits instead or whatever. So you have to let them know. And when you make a Kenyan with your son, if you're giving your items, uh, he has to lift it off the, off the ground, make a proper Kenyan Hagbah, so here's why we bring this down now, because we mentioned before, Abuda said, you have to lift it a tefach. Here he says only a mashu, only any amount, apparently. So the Gemara says, that's a kasha. 
Morris says, no, my mashu not me to come or tefach. A mashu means a tefach. Tefach could also be referred to as a mashu. It's a small amount. Okay, so we touched upon the idea of uh, if you're using your own items, then you have to make a kinyan for them. And if you're using th- their items, then you have to get their approval. Itmar, So in our mission, we said that if you give your barrel of wine and you're giving, you're contributing to everybody else, they have to agree, they, they, not that they have to agree, if you're giving to them, they don't have to agree, but you have to have a Kenyan on behalf. That's the idea, somebody has to be zochit for them, they have to make a Kenyan, they have to acquire it for them. So Rav says, different than our Mishnah, Rav says, ain't Tzorch Lezakos, you don't have to do it. Misha said, Tzorch Lezakos, right? Here, Rav says no. Rav disagrees with the Mishnah. Rav remains Tzorch Lezakos. Shmuel says Tzorch Lezakos. Shmuel, Shmuel agrees with the Mishnah. That's by Shitufei Mavos, which is, right, similar to an Erev and a Chatzar. What about Erev Tchumen? Remember the idea that if you want to go out of town, you want to go to a Shear and it's 3,000 Amas out of town, you've got to make an Erev Tchumen over there because you're going that direction. Rav says there Tzorch Lezakos. Ushmul says Zakos. So there, Rav, they, they reverse their opinions. In this case, in our case of Eru for most, Rav says you don't have to be Mazakat for them. Shmuel says you do, like our Mishnah. By Urvetchumen, which we're going to talk about in the next couple of days, in the Urvetchumen, the Mishnah on Pebezim and Aleph says, well, how do you make a Shitu for the Tchum? There it doesn't mention. It says you can give it, but it doesn't say you have to be Mazakat for them. So Shmuel goes like both Mishnahs, like this Mishnah and like the next Mishnah. And Rav says the opposite. So <coughs> Shmuel says, uh, um, so, and, so when it comes to Ervetchumen, Rav says you have to be Mazakat, not like the next Mishnah. And Shmuel says, no, you don't have to be Mazakat. Like the next Mishnah. Very good. In our Mishnah, Mishnah says you have to mezakit for them. You have to make a proper Kenyan for them. That's our Mishnah when it comes to Eruve, Shitufe, Mavos. And you have to be mezakit for them. The same thing would be by an Eruv. You have to mezakit for them. That's, uh, so Shmuel's going like both Mishnahs. And when it comes to Ervetchumen, the Mishnah on Pei Beis, the next Perak, where it doesn't say about Zakat, Shmuel goes like that too. But Rav, what's he going to do? Rav goes. Rav doesn't go like either Mishnah. Or Rav my time. So the answer is he'll say it's a machlokas tonam. It's a machlokas tonam. As we'll see, the Amar Rav Yudah Rav. Well, a story of here. The story of Rav Yudah Rav says my because there's a story because of Rav There was a story like this with a daughter-in-law of Rav Oshia. She went to a bathhouse. It was there wasn't one in town, and she left town. She went to a bathhouse out of town, more than two thousand miles away. Friday afternoon, the chashchol and it got dark, and she wasn't able to return. Because she was too far out of town, the her her mother-in-law realized this. The Irva Lachamosa, her mother-in-law, um, made an erev tchumen for her on her behalf. No way realizing what was happening, she made an erev tchumen for her somewhere between the two cities, so that she'd be able to enter the city and come home Friday night. Now the question was: so as soon as she made it, the question arose: well, is it valid or not? came for He says, no, she can't do it. She's not allowed to go. Let you know. Let it do, meet her at the at the uh, at the uh, outside of town where the where her limit is, where she can't walk until she can't come in. Amar So said to Rabchia, who had forbade her from using it. <coughs> he said to her, Bavloi, you Babylonian, and you're so stringent when it comes to Ervin. You always go lekula. The whole rules of Erevin are lechumra are are cool are, 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 are drabanan anyway, and we're going now. 
Of course, you were talking about Erev Tchumen over here, which according to Bekiv is the Raisa, but the predominant opinion is that it's only Drabonim. So if they're all Drabonims, why are you so Machmer over here? So, <clears throat> uh, so we have this Machlokas here between Rav Chia and Rav Shmuel Rav Yossi. Okay, fine. They are both Tanoam. Rashi says Rav Chia went like Rav, Tchumen, and when it comes to Chatzeros, so here, the proof of this story is by Tchumen, right? That by Tchumen, he said, Rav Chia said that uh, you need their consent, apparently, because it didn't have her consent. The mother-in-law did it, right? And by Chatzeros, right? By Chatzeros, uh, he went like, went, he also said like, like Rav, that you don't need their consent. And we'll see why in a little, in a little bit. So, we we seeing over here that we have machlokas tam. What about Rav? Rav also can argue with the Mishnah. Rav Tanhu Polygrashi is going to explain that later on. But let's first get the story straight. So this daughter-in-law went out of town. She got stuck there. The mother-in-law made an air of tumen for her. Rav Chia said that's no good. Rabbi Shmuel says, "What are you talking about? It's okay. We're makel." Now the question was, what was the lack of knowledge of Rebbeilu? We questions Rabbi Shachamosa Irva. Did when the mother-in-law did it for her? Did she use her own? Did, the, did her mother-in-law use her own food? Why did Rukhia protest and say she can't use it? Because she didn't give it to her properly. Nobody made a Kenyan. <coughs> she just says, I'll oh, keep it. Well, that's not a Kenyan. And that's the problem. Because like we said, that's, not, that's the shell over here. By, by Ruba Tchumen, <coughs> do you need to make, does somebody have to acquire it for you or not? The next Mishnah, and Shmuel went like the next Mishnah, the begin, not the next Mishnah, the beginning, the beginning of, uh, in Daf Pei Beis. We have a few Mishnahs in between, but the first mission in the next parak, where the Mishnah said over there, you didn't have to make a Zikui, you didn't have to make a Nazaka, and Shmuel went like that Mishnah. Is the reason because, when Rukhia protested, is because there was no Zikui, because the mother-in-law gave her own, or is the difference, or maybe the mother-in-law took the daughter-in-law's own food and if that's the case she owned it anyway and the reason why it didn't why it wouldn't work is she didn't do it with her knowledge is it, so what's the reason what's the reason is it because there was no zika or because you took her food without her own knowledge maybe she wasn't planning on coming back <laughs> in other words by era of Truman, as we'll see it's not so simple because when it comes to Erube Chatzeros, so this is, you know, it's usually an advantage for the person, right? Unless you're doing it Lahachis, is an advantage. You'd be able to carry over there, carry in the Mavui. But Tchumen, not necessarily, maybe she wanted to go another direction. Maybe she wasn't planning on coming home. Maybe the mother-in-law wanted her to come home and she wanted to go to another town. Hey, who knows, right? <clears throat> so that's the question. Amr Lahen. So, by the way, I had this question, why did Rukhia protest and say it's no good? Is it because the mother-in-law used her own materials and she didn't properly acquire it for the daughter-in-law? Or is it because she used the daughter-in-law's own food, but she didn't have her consent? Amr lahen humer abundance. That was the question. One of the rabbis said, Rabbi Yaakov Shmei, I heard from Rabbi Yochanan that it was really her mother-in-law's and she didn't acquire it for us. So what do you see over here? That by Uve Tchumen, you need a Zikui. So you see that Rav went like this Tana. We asked before, how did Rav say? When it comes to Uve Chatzeros, you don't need a Zikui. You don't have to acquire it for the other people. And when it comes to Uve Tchumen, you do, even though the Mishnah and Pepez apparently doesn't say that. Well, here, Rav has a proof from this case that Rav Chia protested. Rav went like Rav Chia, his Rebbe, his uncle, whatever, and, uh, and, he, and he paskened that, uh, no, that you do need a Zikui. And that's why Rav Chia protested and said that the Tchumen didn't work. <clears throat> Excuse me, but 
we're still not done with the story. Amler of Zeler of Yaakov, Barad de Bas Yaakov, the Rabbi Yaakov who was the grandson of another Yaakov, right? He was obviously named after his grandfather. I always say there's plenty of proofs throughout, even in Tanakh, uh, in Chumash, and in Tanakh there's proofs that people named after grandparents in those days. Certainly in the Gemara you have that often. <clears throat> Didn't we just have it that um, Terach's father was, uh, Terach's father was, was, was Nachor, and he named his son Nachor, right? So you have it throughout, throughout the question over this, though, did they name after while they were alive or after they were dead? And I think it's they were after alive. The Ashkenazim, to avoid fights, uh, you know, fights and families, they had a minig, we Ashkenazim have a minig not to name after a live grandfather, right? We wait till he's dead. Otherwise, fights break out. Anyway, um, so, anyway, but here, here this Rabbi Yaakov's father is not mentioned. It's mentioned he's the daughter of the son of Yaakov. Uh, he's the son of the daughter of Yaakov. So Rashi points out that his father was not uh, <coughs> was not a reputable person, <coughs> excuse me, or, or rather wasn't. Uh, yeah, he just wasn't. Rashi says that um, of he wasn't a proper person. he wasn't proper. Anyway, so this uh, Rav Zeira said to Rabbi Yaakov, when you when you travel there, Akif, make a detour. Vizil assume that Tzur go to that height of Tzur. We had that at the beginning of the Masech, you know, where it's very narrow. He lives over there. Boy, Michel Chamos asked him the following question: Is is what what was the story over there? Was did the mother-in-law use her own food? And that's why Rabbiya protested because she didn't acquire it properly for the daughter-in-law, and that's the problem. Like Rav is saying, Odilma Irva, or over there, no. The reason why Rabbiya protested is was her own. But you didn't have her consent. So he answered him, the same answer we had before, and that's why it didn't work. So Rav, Rav is what to base his opinion on, like Rav Chia. Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman, though, still says, we have a tradition that we're machmer and echudor v'tchumen, v'echudor v'chetzeros, echashitmos, whether it's whatever kind of, whatever kind of erv it is, erv v'tchumen, or erv v'chetzeros, uh, what's the girsa? He takes out erv v'chetzeros, uh, because it's really the same thing. The rules of Eruv Chetzeros and Eruv and Shitufei Mavos are the same, except for the materials, the food that you can use. But pretty much otherwise, in terms of the requirements for being Mishtatef, are pretty much the same. So he says, whether it's Tchumen or whether it's Shitufei Mavos, which includes presumably Eruv Chetzeros, you have to make a Zikoy. So what basically Rav Nachman said was Ramachmer, right? Even though in Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, Rav says, Ramachmer by Tchumen, we're Mekel by Mavos and Shmuel says the opposite. He's machmer and everything at the end of the day. Bar Rav Nachman, Erev Tavshilin. There's a fourth kind of an air, right? Erev Tavshilin that we make when you want to cook on Friday, Yontif for Shabbos. What about there? Tzarech Lazakos. Do you have to make a zikoy to everybody else if you're mazakos for them? Oh, ain't Tzarech Lazakos. I'm Rav Yosef. This is mighty boyle. What's the question? Lo Shmeli Har Rav Nachman Bar Avada. I'm Rav Shmuel Erev Tavshilin. Tzarech Lazakos didn't hear that halacha that. Even Eretz Yisrael also has to. Obviously, he didn't hear the Shmiyale might He wouldn't have asked the question. He obviously, he had not heard that halacha. Rav Nachman had not learned that halacha of Shmuel. Amalei. So, so um, uh, Rabbi Yosef answered Abaye. Rabbi Yosef said, "What's his question? Didn't hear about Shmuel's halacha that you have to make a zikus." Abaye said, "Obviously, he didn't hear it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said anything." Amalei, no. Atar of Tchumen Milo Amar Shmuel ain't so like didn't. Didn't Bayerov uh, Tchumen Shmuel says you don't have to make a ziku. You like the Mishnah and pay bays. But Amar Iu and Rav Nachman still said Sochlazakus. In other words, even though Shmuel, his Rebbe, 
Nachman's usually Rabbi uh, was a student of Shmuel says that you don't have to like the mission of base and yet he paskin lechumra zakos so therefore uh, the fact that he, he maybe he did hear that maybe he doesn't hold like him there it's different there's, there's a machlok's Rav and Shmuel so Rav Nachman when he came to the Psach he said listen we'll go like the Chumrah in both cases we'll go to the Chumrah since Rav is Machmer by Chumrah and Shmuel is Machmer by Shitu Femavos we'll go like the Chumrah both of them We'll go like both. But over here, when it comes to Erev Tavshilin, he said the Shmile, had he heard that Shmuel said, Erev Tavshilin, you also have to make, uh, you have to be mezak for them. Nobody argues. There's no reason to be mekel. So therefore, you can't, that's the say, therefore he said, therefore Yosef said, listen, what's this question? He hadn't heard of Shmuel. And Abayi said, obviously he hadn't heard of Shmuel, otherwise he wouldn't have said anything. So he says, no. Uh, what, what do you mean? The, you know, you know, the fact that he heard, he might have heard of Shmuel's halacha, but maybe he disagreed. So maybe he disagreed. Shmuel says, you don't have to be by and yet he paskin you do. So he says, no, there's a, there's a machlokus about it. But over here, there's no machlokus about it. So Baya said, if he obviously he hadn't heard it, because if he had heard it, he would have agreed with that. So it comes out basically that if you, you go this way, Rav Shmuel, nobody disagrees with Shmuel about Rav Tavshul, but others disagree, Rav Nach, Rav, but Rav disagrees with him about Tchumen. But we come out, we're machmer in all the cases. In all the cases, uh, you, have to, uh, you, have to let, you have to be mezakit for them. That's, that's the psak of Rav Nachman. Ha'u Tarzina, there was a goy, he was a... Um, he was the uh, the guy in charge of the armory of the town, the guard of the armory in the town. Now, Vishvu said to Rav Zeira, he was in the neighborhood of Rav Zeira. Omerlei, so Rav Zeira wanted to include him in the Mavoi. Omerlei, Ogil Chavosh says, rent us your place, like we learned at the beginning of the, of the parak or at the beginning of the previous parak that you have to rent it from the guy. Logo, he didn't want to rent it. Also, come to Rav Zeira, came from Rav Zeira, Omerlei, can I go to his wife? Can I go to his wife? He doesn't want to rent it to us, and he's preventing us from... Uh, making a proper sheet of over here. Kind of his wife. said in the name of a great man, You can go to his wife and she could do it behind his back. You can do that. Another story. Also a story like this with a, a guy, the guy who was in charge of the armory. A different story, but the same idea. They told him, rent us your, your place in the... He didn't want to. Also come to Rav Yudabaroshia. Came for Yudabaroshia, right? And in other words, the people there, he was in the same neighborhood as Rabiosha, and they came to Rabiosha, and it says like in the previous story. Rav Zeru was in that previous neighborhood, and Rav Yudabaroshia was in this neighborhood. So when, they did, when the people in the Mavui couldn't get the guy to contribute or to rent them their spot, they came to the rabbi who was also in that neighborhood. Can you rent from his eye? He didn't know. He didn't know. He also didn't. You can do it without his knowledge. Interesting that we're talking here about the wife of a guy, right? Still, you can do it. You don't need, that makes no difference. You can do it without his consent. So, the wife continues. Women who took part, who made an Erev or made a sheet of Shlomidas Balen, it doesn't work. The rules of Erev and Shif doesn't apply unless the wife works. So here it seems to be against Shmuel, right? So Kasha on Shmuel. This is low Kasha. Here's what happened. If the guy is participating in, in other words, if this, if this person is participating, whether it's a Jew or a guy, 
but his lack of participation will prevent them from carrying in the Chatzir or in the Mavoy, then you could do it without his, without his consent because he's preventing you. In other words, again, the rules of Erev and Rabbonim. So the rabbi said you have to make an Erev. However, if some guy, Lahachis, is not letting you carry in the Chatzir, and uh, you could do it against his will. You can go take his food against his will, either through his wife or through him. Because here we said, Harlo Asu, so it depends. If he didn't prevent you, let's say there's a chutzah between two, between two mavlis, and he can use, he uses the other mavli, not this one. So he doesn't prevent you, he doesn't ask you, because he uses the other one. It's only everybody who uses the mavli who, who must contribute, or else you can't make a, a proper shituf there. But over here, if this guy uses another one, so if he doesn't prohibit you, then you need his consent. But if he doesn't, if he, if he prevents you, you don't need it. Says Rashi, Umasnis and the Mishnah is talking about, but Allah also, this is what you need is that you need his, uh, his knowledge or this Brisa, which said, this Mishnah, which just says, which we just quoted, which says, if women made an error without the consent of their husbands, Tosis talks about can they do it for themselves if the husband's not there, but basically if it's against the will of their husbands, their Arab is not an Arab, Shittav is not a Shittav. That's speaking about where they, if they don't contribute, they don't prevent the other people from being able to carry in the Chatzar. Right? But in the case where, for example, like a Chatzar, which is between two Mavis, and they might use the other one, they don't use this one, so they don't prevent you. But if they prevent you from using it, then you could do it against their will. Hachanah Mistavra, it's Mistavra that that's the Pshat. Dim Kane, because if you don't say that, Kashar Shmuel is Shmuel. You have a Tria. Shmuel just said, you know, that the wife could do it behind the husband's back. On the other hand, Shmuel says, Damar Shmuel, Echad Bnei Mavui, Sheragul Ashtat Bnei Mavui. One of the people in the Mavui who normally uses this Mavui, he normally contributes, Velon Ashtatav, and he decides now he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He wants us too bad. You know, I'm not going to contribute. I'm Bregas this week. I didn't get Ali and Shul. I'm Bregas, and I'm not contributing this week. So, you know what you could do? You can go in and take it against his will. They could take it against his will. So what do you say? Only if he, it's Ragil, it says, if he normally contributes, Ragil ain't shein Ragilo. Only if he doesn't, only if he contributes, not if he doesn't contribute, Shema Amino. So you see, because otherwise, <coughs> this, this, uh, this is a uh, Shmuel contradicts himself, because he says, on the one hand, you could do it against his will, and the other one, he says, you can only do it against, uh, you can only do it against his will if he normally contributes to it. That means that he's part of your Mavli, and his lack of contribution will prevent you from carrying. So you see, obviously, that uh, that to, in order to re- to reconcile the two sheets of Shmuel, the one hand Shmuel says you can do it against his will. The other one says you can't do it against his will unless he is rogil. That shows you that it depends if he prohibits you from carrying or not. Shmamina. So you see over here that even though you need the person's consent, in other words, we talked about several things over here. If you're giving of your own. You're, you're giving your stuff on behalf of everybody, then somebody has to acquire it. And we paskind, whether it's Erevet Chumen, or Erevet Chatzeros, or Erevet Tavshulin, the psak seems to be that somebody has to meet Mezaket for you. If you're using theirs, they normally need to agree. That's what we said in the price at the top of the page also. If it's Mishalot Sarchuzakas, Mishalot Sarchlaudia. But over here, you're letting them know, but if they don't want to contribute to it, <coughs> excuse me, they, they on purpose don't want to, you can get the consent of the wife or take it against his will. He's, you're, you're informing him about it, but he can't answer you. If, it, as if he prevents you from making an Arab, you can do it against his will. Shema Mino. We learned before also, you can contribute, you can force everybody to make a lechi or a kor to be able to carry an amavui. So you see over here also, you can contribute if they prevent you. There it's speaking about where 
that, that fourth side, the side abutting the Rishus Rabbim, there's no Mechitza there, and there's a security issue. People are it's hard to, to prevent uh, people from coming in there. Therefore, you force them. But to be, to be matzer, to be able to carry, you can't see from that case over there. The Bach takes out the next few words, which don't seem to make sense of here. Itmar. Can you make a lechi? He brings this thing over here. It's strange that he brings it over here. But we mentioned before about our shayra trees. He says, can you make a lechi, the post, to, to, to allow you to carry in a mavui? Can you make it out of a shayra, a shayra which is a tree, a vodazar that you're not allowed to have enough on? He allowed to. Rav Shimon ben Lakish So he says, you can make a lechi out of a shayra. Rav Shimon Lakish says, osin kora shayra. So he says you could even make a, the post and a share out of all share also. This is Ladvar Mitzvah, so you can also say you're not having Hano, but Sakhar you are having Hano. Makora, the one who says you can make a beam out of it, the cross beam called Shin Lechi, because the Lechi has no shear. Once it's ten Vachmai, it doesn't have to have a certain width or a thick thickness to it. Whereas the beam, remember, has to be able to be strong enough to hold a a uh, brick on it. Right? It's gotta be big enough and strong enough. It's gotta be a, it has to be a tefach wide and it's gotta be it's got to be a strong, like a piece of board or a wood or something like that. It can't be made out of a straw that's going to fall right through. It's got to have some strength to it. So the one who says you could even use it out of, uh, uh, that you can make a beam out of it, certainly a post. Mandar Malechi, the one who says you can use it, that's because you don't need any shear. Avokora, but a beam needs a shear. And therefore you couldn't use an asher. Why? Because kasusi the shear. The rule is a, a vodazar tree has to be destroyed, has to be burnt. So therefore, it's like it's been pulverized and it has no shear. And there's a rule like, like, like it's gone. Because since it has a lach, you have to destroy it, so there's no shear over here, and therefore that wouldn't be good. And that seems to be the psak that for a lechi it's okay, but not for a korah. Now, we talked about uh, food. We, we, you know, we're going back and forth about uh, whether it's an Arab, uh, Arab for a chatzer or a shita for a mavli. We also talked about tchumen that you have to have food there, you have to set the food there, so you have a meals, right? So here, if you have the meals there, let's say you put meals there so that uh, everybody has like one house, it's turn, it turns the either the chatzar or into the mavi into one big house. Let's say the food got diminished, as we say normally for uh, today, they use matzahs or something like that, which is not going to go bad from week to week, but let's say, for example, uh, it was somebody ate it or animals came and ate it, and there's less food, the food now is diminished, it's not ochel, mosif, mosif, you add, you could add umezaka, right? You can add on food umezaka for the other people, like we said before, they have to acquire the ein sarch lodia. You don't have to let them know. So what does this mean? So we're going to see the Rashi explains it a little bit over here sarch because they all agree to it, right? But we'll see the ein sarch means even if you take their food, and if you're adding your own food, you could just you know you add on more food uh, to make the minimum requirement. We'll talk about what the requirement is, and you have to make sure that they acquire it from you. Bein sarch lodio if you're using their food, right? Because since they agreed originally, right? We talked before they have to agree to put their food in there. Everybody has to agree. And if they agreed before and now there's less food, you can take from their storehouse, you can take their food because the assumption is that they will agree. If they agreed before, they'll agree now. Natosfu alayin, let's say there's more, more people moved in. Now here we have a problem, more people moved in. Let's assume now they moved in and we don't know where they want to join their mavi, if they want to include it or not. Mosif for mazaka, you can add up for them, you could add and be mazaka for them on their behalf if you're not hurting them, because here we're still talking about, the, apparently we're talking about the shitif of a mavi or of a chotzer, we're not talking about tchumen over here. So in the tosfalein, mosif, you can add on your own and mazaka you have to acquire, but you'll have to let them, if they're using, if you want to use their food, so it's like two aspects here. 
you can, if you're using your food, you have to make sure they acquire it again. If you're using their food, if it's the old guys and there's the same diurum for, but there's less food now, you can take their food and you don't have to let them know. If it's new people there, you have to let them know. Kamashir, how much is the shear? Bisman shame Maruba and Muslim says, if there's a lot of people there, enough for two meals for one person. Muslim says means enough of food for enough food for two meals. Now we'll see how much that is. If there's a lot of people there, then a regular two uh, two meals, let's say two uh, courses, two meals is good enough for everybody. Lukulam. We'll talk about this. What does that mean? Bisman shame, if there's not enough, if there's very few people there, then kagrogris or All you need is the size of a grogris, a dried fig for each and every one. We'll explain what this means in the Gemara. I'm Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi disagrees with the Tanakam. He said, Medvormo Mitchil. I said, that's when you make an Erev at the beginning. Again, he's jumping back and forth between the Erev and Shituf, but it's pretty much the same halacha. Medvormo Mitchil. I said, when you make the Erev of the Chachil, Avabashiare Erev, but once something, it was, some of it was used up and there's leftover, kosher, you don't have to add anything to it. So he disagrees with the Tanakama. Tanakama says, if there's less food, you always have to make sure there's enough food. How much is enough food? So as we'll see, the minimum is usually a grogerous for each person. We'll talk about what the two meals means. We'll get to that in, in the Gemara. But Rabbi Yossi says, no, 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 no. You only have to start off with that amount. If it got diminished, you don't have to add anything to it. A kol is good enough. Okay. Avol Mishyar, a kol is good enough. And then he adds on, lo amru, kol shu, lo, uh, lo, he takes out the vav because it's not connected to what he said before. Lo amru, le'ara b'chatseris al-kadeh shalo, le'shkoach Because what does that mean? That, we, we mentioned this before. If you made the shituf, remember we, we said, we'll talk about it again, but the shituf can be made out of any food as long as it's a food, not, not salt or water. Uh, whereas the Erev um, is made out of bread. Okay. But let's say you made the shituf out of bread. That's really good enough for the chatzar too. Because you have a bunch of houses going into chatzeros and the chatzeros go into a mavui. If you made for the mavui, that's good enough for the chatzeros also, even if you didn't make it. Except... He says, the reason why we said you should do it is so the kids should know. People live in a chatzar. Kids live in a chatzar. They should see that there's an Erev over there. They may not notice the one in the Mavui. That's like the, big, the bigger street going out. So he said, the truth is that the shitif of the Mavui is good enough even if you didn't make an Erev in those chatzeros. If you have a shitif that's good for the chatzeros, for the able for chatzeros to carry in the, in the Mavui, it's good enough for the people within each chatzar also to carry, except... You shouldn't. You should still do the erev so the kids shouldn't forget the rules, and maybe they'll never see an erev. You always still listen. We'll rely on a shituf and not bother with the individual chatzeres. Kids won't know the halachas of chatzeres. So that's another cool. That technically it's okay, but you should still do it. Make the erev so that uh, so that kids will know the halach. My skin. What are we speaking about in our mishnah? When you say about you add food, are you talking about adding the same food or other foods? If you're saying replacing it with the same men, so say the Mishnah, if there's less food now, right, less food now, you should add on food. If it's your own, make sure you acquire it for them. And if it's theirs, you have to uh, let them know. If it's talking about the same species of food, so why do you say uh, only if it's diminished? Even if it's gone, if they agreed to it the first time, let's say whatever they used before, uh, hamburgers, so they can use hamburgers now too. In other words, if people are willing to give our wheat, let's say they, they all agree to give their wheat. So if the wheat's gone, you could take their wheat also because they agreed to it. I feel konami. Elbish meaning, oh, maybe what happened was this. You use barley. Everybody agreed to barley, but they didn't even give wheat. Wheat's more expensive. So maybe if the, the barley got diminished and now you want to add on with wheat. So Elbish meaning, I feel smart nami Then even if it got diminished, you're not allowed to 
you, you have to tell them, it says, ain't sarch dia. The mission says if it's the same, and since they agreed before, you don't have to ask them now, you could take their food also. If it's, if it's a different species, who says that they would agree to it? I feel nismat namilu. Even if it's just diminished, you can't add on. The time you learn, if the food was gone from one species, ain't sarch dia. Me basement, then you don't have to let them know. You could just take you could, you know, if, if even if it's all gone, the barley's all gone, and you want to add more barley, that's okay. You don't have to let them know. Take their own Me base meaning, but if it's from two different species, b- barley and wheat, sarachlo, you have to let them know. So, <laughs> so I understand over here. What does the mission say if it's diminished? If it's the same species, even if it's gone, you could take it. And if it's not the same species, then you have to ask them, even if it's not all gone, because apparently you have to, they may not agree to it. You can give an answer both ways. We're talking about the same Jesus. When the Mishnah says nismat, it doesn't mean just diminished. It means it's crumbled. It's gone. It's all gone. So he's telling you, you know what? If, if the food was gone and you're going to take the same food that they had before, let's say they used barley and now you also want to use barley, you can add on barley, uh, even theirs. You could take everybody else because they agreed to it already. I'll tell you it's from two species, two different species. But what? So Amisha says, Amisha says, really means nismite. It's diminished. You know what? If it's diminished, the barley's diminished, and you want to add on wheat, you could add on wheat. If it's, if it's some of it's still there, and you just want to complete the, the, the amount of necessary food, you could take other stuff too. I bet Bryce has said, if it's two different species, you can't. The other Bryce has said, Kala, if it's finished, then a kala ochel minachad. If it's all gone, mi minachad ain't sachladia, mi basement sachladia. In other words, if you, they all contributed barley, and the barley's gone, and you have to start now replenishing the whole thing from the beginning, and you want to use wheat, and that's what every most people have, and you didn't ask everybody, you have to let them know. Maybe they won't agree to it. But if some of the barley's still there, and you just need to add on to it, even from another species, then uh, you don't have to let them know. So that's why the Mishnah says nismai. Only if it was diminished. If it's if it was diminished, right? Diminished, uh, you could add on your own. You don't have to let them know. But if uh, you don't have to let them know. But if you're using a different species, right? If you're talking about different species, then you have to let them know because it's not the same. But when is that? Only if it's if it, the mission says you have to let them know. Only if it's the the, the bryson, I'd rather the bryson's if it's gone gone. But if it's just diminished, you can even use a different species, and that's the shot in our mishnah. So either our mishnah means that it's gone. And we're talking about one species. If it's gone, you could add on. But if it was a different species, you couldn't add on. Or I'm just speaking about where it's not all gone. And the rule is if it's not all gone, you could even take a different species because they agreed to the first species. You can, you can replenish it and just, you know, you can just make up the difference from a new species. But if the first species is gone and you want to use another species, then you have to ask their permission. Now, let's say there's more people. You can, again, you have to give it to them and acquire it to them. But you have to ask their opinion. If you're using their food, you have to get their permission. Um, Rav Shizbi. So Rav Shizbi says something which is a little bit strange. And Rav Shizbi says, Lachara, this goes, I have difficulty with this on the, on the first page. Let's, let's see what Shizbi says. Um, Rav. What's Rav Yudah? Look, look at tomorrow, turn the page to tomorrow's daf. At the top of the page, the second line, Rav Yudah says, When do we say, what? That, you have to get the person's permission. The, the Tanakhama said, The second line there, you can only make an error if he agrees. And we say it's only by Rav because Rav maybe the guy doesn't want to go in this direction, he wants to go in another direction. You have to get his agreement. It's not a schus for him. You make an error for me in this direction, I want to go in the other direction, so you're hurting me, right? 
the avol be'eruv echetzeros, which same thing with mavu be'eruv echetzeros. Ma'arvin ledat shlodat lefisha zochnam shlobafana bein chavol shalom. In other words, for eruv tchumen, there might be a chol for him. He might not want to go in this direction, so you need his permission. Eruv echetzeros, it's always an advantage. What does the guy lose? He's able to carry now. What did you What did you hurt him by making eruv echetzeros? So that's Rav Yudah's opinion. Rav Shizbi says, you know what? You see from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says what? Our Mishnah says, uh, um, um, take a look at Rashi's Osamaris, the Lotem of Madmor and Lepruchasa, right? That you need his Das. So Osamaris, Chukan of Chavera of Yudah, that they disagree. Rabbiudah says in the next Mishnah, and, 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 uh, and not the next Mishnah now, in, the, in tomorrow's Mishnah, that uh, for Erev Chatzes, you don't need anybody's consent, you don't need his permission. So if Shisbi says, in the name of Chisti, you know what? Obviously, from our mission, we see otherwise. You need his permission. Did Tanan? I'm Rabbi Yudah Medvar. More, I'm quoting that Mishnah. So here, you see from our Mishnah where he says you need his das, right? Uh, you need his das that uh, that they disagree with Rabbi Yudah. Even here, we're talking about in our mission with Eruv Chetzeros. She two faith mavos, and still you need his, his uh, permission. It says Pshita. Chita de Chalukin, is it obvious? Rashi says, the Shamina la de Chalukin, the Berber Chatzeus Nakab, Asinakat Sarchlodia, Mishnah, you have to let him know. Says, Mao, the same Hani Milibachas, Shemin, Sheshu, it's not, I may think, no, when, maybe there's no Machlokas. In our Mishnah also, our Mishnah says, you have to let him know when it's a Chatzer between two Mavis and they have an option of using either Mavi. So you, he's not preventing you, you maybe, you don't know which one he wants to use. So you have to get his permission. Maybe he wants to use the other Mavi. Avachatzer Shal Mavi Echad, Amalo. But if it's a chutzur with one mavi, there's no other option there. I may think you don't need his permission. Kamashmon Rav Shisbi. Rav Shisbi says, from our Mishnah, you see that there is a machlokas. Rabbi Yudah, in the next Mishnah, Taka says, that Rebbe Chatzeris is always an advantage. It's always an advantage. You have nothing to lose. Or if you're a chutzur with only one mavi, make a sheet of there, you have nothing to lose. So if you have nothing to lose, you could do it without his das. Our Mishnah says, no, our Mishnah says you have to let the guy know. Well, what do you mean you have to let the guy know? says, the toast for Aleim, there's a new guy there, you have to let him know. Maybe it's, but isn't, isn't he, isn't, uh, isn't it only an advantage? No. Our Mishnah says, even if it's an advantage, you have to let him know. So according to Rav Shisbi, this Mishnah argues with Rav Yudah in the next Mishnah. But Lacharadeh also argues with what we said in Amad Aleph, that when one guy asters on the other guy, you don't need his permission. Machari argues about that too. Would you say a wife is different? Farsh Mashman, not like that. Or maybe Rav Shisbi doesn't agree with that. Or, like some of Farshim say, that Rav Shisbi is not accepted. And the Mishnah itself, our Mishnah itself could be talking about where there's two different Mavis there, right? The, this Chatzar goes into two different Mavis, so he doesn't Asr on the other one. So does it argue with Gemara Manalaf or not? That seems to me a, a, a serious question. Maybe Rav Shisbi does argue with that. Okay. Um, but Kamash, how much is the shear? How much is how much food do you need? According to the Tanakama, you always have to make sure there's enough food there. According to Rabyosi, you don't have to. As long as there's enough at the beginning, that's all you need. What's is a lot? So he said, says, when there's a lot of people there, you need a Muslim stay pseudos. When there's not a lot, grogers for it. What does that mean? Kamum what's a lot of people? So I mean Shmosa Shmonasre. A lot of people. Shmonasre Benayodam. Shmonasre Vasulo, what do you mean? A lot is eighteen and not more. If eighteen is a lot, so nineteen is certainly more. What does it mean? Only Shmonasre Vasulo. Ima Mishmonasre. It means no. From eighteen and above is a lot. So why? Umay Shmonasre. So what's the point? Of, what's the point of Shmonasre? I'm Rav Yitzchak Ben Avuda here. I'll lead in first. Mira Abba. I heard it from Abba. This is the pshat. Koshil Machalkul Mosin Shtei Suras Benay and then Megas Grogus Kolechad Heinem Rub. In other words. You have to, everybody needs a minimum of a, of a grogris, right? However, however, if you were mechalic the food 
into a grogris, you took the meal, two meals and you set that, you divided them into portions of 18, that could feed, into portions of a grogris, rather, each one, that would feed 18 people. In other words, if you have 19 people there and you divide two meals, you won't have a grogris for each and every one. But then it's good enough. All you need is the two meals. So if you had 100 people there and you had Muslim tourists, not everybody's going to get a grogris because uh, uh, two meals is enough to give a grogris to each person. Right? If there's 18 people or less. But if there's 19 people, it's not enough. So he says, you know what? You only need enough for 18 grogris, is what he's telling you. So, so more is that would be, that's, that's Merubin. That's more than 18. The Sagi Mosin says, it's enough to have two meals. The Elo, and if not, if there aren't 18 people, and if, if dividing it up will give you at least a kurogris for each person more than then it's more and, and and then you don't need two two meals you need only grogris for each one. Vagaburcha Kamashma is teaching you the shtei sudas haven shtei haven shmonasrei grogris. And as he's teaching you, why did he mention eighteen? Why didn't you just say need a grogris for each person? He's telling you, you know what? If you have, he's telling you that if you have two meals enough for two meals, two meals will give a grogris for each of eighteen people. If you have more than that, you have 19 or 100 or 1,000 people, you don't need a grogris for each person. Just the two meals is good enough. If you have less than 18 people, then you don't even need two meals. You just need a grogris. If, let's say there's five people there, so you need five grogrises, and that's good enough. That's what he's teaching you by saying, uh, Shmuel said, Rabbi Shmuel says 18. What is 18? doesn't mean 18. 18 and above, meaning at above, if it's above 18, then two meals won't suffice, won't give a grogris for each person. All you need is two meals. So you have two meals, two, two regular meals there is a good, good enough for 18, is good enough for 1,000, good enough for 10,000 people. But if you have less than 18 people there, 10 or 5, all you need is a grogris for each and every person. That's, 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 the, that, that's what you say over here. And according to the Tanakhama, you always have to make sure you have enough for two meals. So if it's less than that and you have more than 18 people, you've got to always make up that cheer. Or if it's five people, make sure you always have a grogris for each one. According to Biosi, if you start with that and then it got diminished, you don't have to make it up. It says the next mission, what can you make out of Umishtatvin? You can make an Arab out of, or make a sheet of mula with anything except for wine and, and salt. Now we mentioned before that there's other opinions, right, that say that for a uh, for Chatzeros, as we'll see now, Rabbi Shuomer Kikr Hu Erev. A Kikr, a whole loaf is an Erev. You know, you need a loaf of bread. Even if you made a gigantic one of those wedding chalas, I used a saw, which is a tremendous amount of flour, and you made a big challah out of that fuprusa, but you just chunked off a piece of that, aim arvimba. You need, that's not good. You need a whole loaf. Kikr, if you had a whole loaf, even if it's a small, tiny loaf, a little bilkel, as we say, vushalim, and it's complete, then ma'arvimbo, you can make that for an Arab. So the Tanakhama said you can make an Arab with anything. Let us just know it's got to be a loaf of bread, and it's got to be a, a Shua says rather, it's got to be a loaf. And we'll, as we mentioned before, for an Arab, you need a, you need a loaf of bread. For a sheet, if you can use anything, as we mentioned before, wine, oil, fruits, whatever. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mitzvah, Daf Pei Aleph, and Mitzvah Shem, we will get. I don't think we'll finish the parak tomorrow, but we'll get close to it. Have a good day, everybody. Be well. Take care. Thank you. Stress, stress.